0: Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. And welcome to episode 106 of lesbians who write this week's topic is spring clean your workspace joining me your host claire Lydon, is the very spacey co-host tb markinson hello tb how are you today
1: can you feel the difference today can you feel it do you know what i'm talking about um no we had a time change here, so we are four hours closer now. Ah. We can, it's almost like I can reach to the screen and touch you, we're that much closer.
0: That is lovely. That's lovely. Yes, yeah, so you were just saying that you wanted to go for your lunch, and uh, clearly it's more ne- nearer lunchtime for you now.
1: Yeah, it's 12.30 in the afternoon, and um, we usually record at 11 and then I eat lunch after. Now, I. we all know I suck at math, right? I think yeah. that is not something that we've tried to hide. I don't think we could so like last night when I went to bed I was like oh I need to get up early tomorrow because like the time changed and we're gonna I need I need to call an hour earlier and it wasn't until this morning when I was laying in bed and I'm like wait if we're four hours closer we're normally five I don't think I need to get on the call an hour earlier <laughs> I think I need to get on the call an hour later
0: it's true <laughs> but, yeah yes it's, it's yeah. a spring spring forward fall back right that's what I remember yes
1: yeah when do you guys change time
0: we, we don't change until the last weekend in March, so...
1: Awesome. wow, we're going to be closed for a couple it's weeks. Beautiful. Oh I can feel the love. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, um, things are okay, so should I, just, should I just dig into what I've been up to?
0: Go straight for it. Go on.
1: All right, so um, I have to admit, on two fronts, I have not been doing any writing. <laughs> I have not been doing any editing since the last time we spoke. Um, because everything had to uh, grind to a halt because of two major projects that are very time-intensive. First up, um, we are recording this on a Tuesday, and the iHeart big sales started yesterday. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Each year they, they get bigger, and each year they get more, like, more authors get involved and everything, but um, I had to spend ten whole days 10 days full time no nothing else but the ihl sale 10 whole days prepping that sale um it was a lot of work i was really and that doesn't include all the work i did beforehand and all the work i did after you know because when i finish it i send it to the authors and they check their their clicks and everything that was a big one so um that started yesterday so i might be a little loopy today because i haven't had a lot of sleep That was one of the reasons, though, because we originally, when I originally moved the IHL cell to one time a year, I I decided this last spring when I was sick. And I originally was going to do it around Valentine's Day, but then when I checked my writing schedule, because I had those two tight editing deadlines back to back, I realized I wouldn't be able to do it. So that's why I ended up getting shoved off into March. And thank goodness, because I would have been majorly screwed, (laughs) majorly screwed. I wouldn't have gotten any sleep. So that was the first big accomplishment that I got done. And the second uh, major accomplishment is I gathered all my paperwork for my taxes, which are going to be heading to my accountant soon. Um, That's another major thing that most people probably don't consider when they decide, hey, I'm going to be a full-time writer at home. There is a lot of paperwork that goes in with taxes when you're a full-time writer and you run, because I run, you know, iHeartListVic, I run my author websites, um, the podcast website. There's like so much paperwork. I was at the doctor's office last week doing my um my yearly blood draw and the lab tech asked you know do you want a record of everything do you want a paper record And I was like I'm so I'm drowning in paperwork now right now please don't hand me anything with paper I don't want anything so taxes are almost done well done the I Fix the I Fix sale is in progress so the two big things that I have to tackle in the first quarter of the year are almost done and I feel such a weight off my shoulders and I'm already dreading the next time. <laughs> this is one of those things, they never end. Taxes never end. You're no. always having to collect paperwork for taxes. They never end.
0: They don't end. Uh, you know, one of my uh, goals last year was to do my taxes, like my accounts, sorry, for, for the end of every month at the end of every month and I let myself have like a uh, maybe a month uh, lag so, so then I would only ever have two months to do two months accounts but i haven't done my accounts this year yet so i'll be doing three months (laughs) at the end of march because i was going to do them at the end of feb but then uh, this march this month has uh, run away with me i know because i did it about two years ago i left it for five months and that was a painful one because you just can't remember what you've what all those expenses were and then you it takes you so long to go back through them whereas if you do it right away you remember
1: yeah, usually, like, when I get a receipt from, like, you know, you pay your editor this much, like, through PayPal or whatever, I usually print them. So I have it all printed, but then I don't sit down and, like, actually go through everything, and sometimes I forget to print something, because sometimes when you're checking an your email, you're busy, and you forget, and then, you know, you have to go through it. Reckon- oh, I just don't like it. Whoever invented taxes was an evil human being. <laughs>
0: evil. But well done on getting the iHeart Lesfic sailor. I know that uh, you're helping readers and writers, so you're you're doing such such sterling work, TB. So well done. But also, when you say that, like ten days plus more, and think you used to do this a few times a year, so uh, going down to once a year probably a good good thing.
1: Well, when I was doing it more times a year, it was the the sales were much smaller and was very easy to manage, but then, you know, with the popularity of I Heart and the more authors who, um, started getting involved with it, um, it made it much more untenable to do more than one a year, so. And it makes it, it makes it more special. <laughs> it makes it more special. once time, one time a year, all make authors, we come together, we discount our books, and then we help promote other books, so it's kind of a fun thing. But in, uh, in good news, something good recently happened to me, so... I was able to wear shorts for three days last week, shorts and like a t-shirt and a vest when I went for my walk. And I was listening to, I was prepping the episode that went out yesterday. I was listening to it and you were talking about how in uh, London, you know, the the temperature increased slightly and you're like, people were rushing out in shorts and a t-shirt and you're like, yeah, it's like in the upper fifties or lower sixties. And I realized last week, I'm that person. (laughs) You would hate it. I would show up at your house, we'd go for a walk, and you'd be like all bundled up in your jacket and your bobble hat still, and you'd like shorts and a t-shirt. I get warm very quickly on my walks, and so whenever I can, I like to wear shorts. But I was able to wear shorts, and I was so excited I was able to wear shorts. Like, my first day, I came home and I ordered three pairs of new shorts to prepare for, you know, the late spring, early summer. And then I looked at the weather forecast, and uh, snow's back on the back on the menu. <laughs> No, yesterday was a very cold day like i was blasting the heat in every room and i had um last night when i was watching telly it was still cold in my front room because uh we don't have great insulation in this apartment so we were having a major windstorm and it was all coming into my front room i had an electric blanket over me plus a thick comforter i was wearing a beanie I had my vest on, I had all my worn layers on, and I was still shivering under everything. And I was like, oh my God, I hate it here. (laughs) And I did something else that was rather fun. I don't know if you know this, I grew up in California. The beach is a big thing to me. And um, this past year, spending a lot of time indoors and everything, I finally, I needed to go see the beach. So I hopped in a car, I drove to the Cape, and I went for a stroll on the beach. It was very nice. It was cold that day, but it was just nice to to see the water hear the, the ocean the waves crashing and it, it kind of helped me deal with that 10 days I spent <laughs> doing the newsletter another well, newsletter the sale
0: yes no that's great uh it, it's it's good it's good that you managed to get out and see the sea
1: so that's what's going on here no writing no editing lots of busy work and I was able to wear shorts how about you
0: well we haven't had similar weeks I haven't done an iHeart Les Fix sale I haven't done my taxes but I have also done no writing at all, <laughs> which is bad because I was close to the end of my uh, Big London Dreams book. We uh, we record two episodes at a time now, so we record a little bit uh, early. So I think last time around I said I was going to have four chapters left. And if everything had gone to, gone to plan, <laughs> I would have had four chapters left this week. However uh big stuff happened uh I had like a bit of a life family emergency happened over the last couple of weeks and so I've had to just take two weeks off everything I had to drop everything and go and sort shit out so um it's been a it's not been a normal couple of weeks since we last uh recorded um, my writing has stalled uh, but the good news is that I have picked it up again this week and I think that everything I've written this last couple of days is dreadful, um, and I'm not sure that I remember half the story, in fact I'm sure I don't remember half the story, and what the character's eye colour is, and what they think, and what their goals and ambitions are, and all that shit that I did have in my brain and then it all dropped out. Um, And obviously the uh, issue that I was dealing with is still going on, so it's difficult, but as we always say on this show, (laughs) life happens, right? And um, when it does, you might have to drop everything, which I did. I've picked it all up again now, but it might happen that I have to drop it all again soon. So we wait and see. But uh, like you, I've done hardly any writing.
1: I, I think we mentioned either the episode that aired yesterday or the week before, where we were talking about how important it is to do the to-do list, but then we to know when to shove everything off your to-do list and prioritize what else is going on. Because sometimes all the work stuff does have to grind to a halt, especially if you have a family emergency I mean they that takes precedence obviously so yeah sometimes you have to just kind of shred that to-do list
0: yeah (laughs) it's all gone (laughs) I pushed everything off I had like podcasts booked I had to I had to cancel them and I've actually just said you know what I you know I might have rescheduled but I was like no I'm not going to reschedule at the moment because it's all still up in the air so not going to reschedule so there's that so, but I am uh, i was away from home for that time, but I'm back at home now, so at least that's good. I'm back into a, a sort of semi-routine for the moment. So wouldn't you know that this is also the week that Amazon chose to block one of my books for no apparent reason, without any notice?
1: What, what do you mean by block one of your books?
0: What they, do you mean? They blocked it for sale. What book? Made in London, London Romance Book Six. The one that, it's been out, like it came out in October 2019. So it's been out a long time. But they chose this week to send me a letter saying, "Hey, you haven't replied to our email, and so uh, just let you know that we blocked your book for sale, your e-book." So I was like, "I thought, well, this has got to be uh, a scam, right?" So, so I had a look on uh, Kindle, and no, sure enough, it was blocked. (laughs) So I was like, "Oh, okay." So I thought, "Welcome. That's a nice way to welcome me home after a couple of rubbish weeks." So I was like, "Okay." I rang them up and because uh, that's always the quickest way to deal with Amazon, just ring ring them and they ring you back within uh, five minutes. So they're very um, good like that. And the guy was like, "Yeah, it looks like it's been blocked for copyright reasons." And I was like, "Well, it's my copyright and it's been for sale for like over eighteen months." And he's like, "Well, I have to um, email the department." So he did, and within twenty four hours it was unblocked. But it had been blocked for a couple of days because I hadn't been checking my email because I hadn't been around doing that. Um, so. I did notice a slump in my sales a little bit then that couple of days. So I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know if there's any um, suppression of other books. I don't know. But that one was blocked for sale for a couple of days for no reason. And I've asked them, I've emailed them and said, why was it blocked for sale? Because I'd like to know more, like understand. Mm -hmm. But they haven't got back to me.
1: Interesting. A copyright issue. Like I've had issues with um like when, when I'm involved in a box set with several authors, like all of us have to let Amazon know like yes, we grant permission for this. But I've never heard on just like a book for sale by one author.
0: Yeah. I've a had a
1: copyright it, issue.
0: I've had it asked when I've actually gone to publish. So they've said, "Can you verify that you own the copyright?" I've had that asked yeah. a couple of times and as long as you just say yes I own the copyright then they use it but 18 months down the line and then and then they come up and then they block your book like I've read about this happening but I was just like well this never happened to me yeah it happened to me this week so but the good thing is uh just to let you know if this does happen to you don't panic right um most of the time Amazon will rectify this and most of the time it is a mistake so um this was a mistake they rectified it once I once I called it out within 24 hours so I think if I was if I was um, a newer author I might have panicked a little bit more but I was just like oh really this week but I just got in touch with them and I and I got it sorted out but yeah it's a bit of a bit of shit but there you go
1: yeah I've gotten an email from them in the past saying you know like oh a lot of people have complained about this one typo and if you don't correct it within four days and let us know like we're gonna take the book off for sale and it was like a weird typo I can't even remember what it was yeah, so they, they do kind of send you the threatening emails and they give you such a short window Yeah, to correct. And if you are dealing with a family emergency and not checking your email, yeah, it might be something that slips by. Or if you're on holiday and you're in a place in the world where you can't really get into your Wi-Fi. But yeah, they do. They're kind of a bit draconian sometimes. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but always very nice when you ring them. So, you know, it's, it, they're Jekyll and Hyde, aren't they? Jekyll and Hyde. Anyway. On top of all that, it's been really fucking windy, and do you know what? TB wind really annoys me, especially when it's mixed with rain. Because you know why? My hair gets messed up, and it needs a hair. I need a haircut, and the hairdressers aren't open. So, you know, I'm normally the cheery, sunny one, but this week, fuck off, wind. That's what I say.
1: Don't move to Massachusetts. <laughs> but yeah, it does get. I mean, obviously, you're living on an island. It gets very windy there. Yeah. That was one thing I didn't factor in. And then when I moved to Ireland, I'm like, it's even windier here. It's a smaller island. Did it. <laughs> I was like,
0: but the things the thing um strangely that really did cheer me up uh when I was back in my hometown um dealing with shit was uh going going being able to go to the beach and have a walk along the beach because I grew up uh in near Southend in um Essex and we are on the on the seafront um on the coast sorry where where I was staying um I was about a five ten minute walk from the beach so um, I did get to go and walk along the clifftops and then I saw a beautiful sunset one day. So that really cheered me up, uh, seeing a gorgeous sunset on my hometown beach. Uh, so you've got to take... Uh, when, when everything else is going to shit, you've got to take pleasure in these little moments <laughs> of, of peace and solitude, and that was one of them.
1: So we both went to the beach. We did. During our shitty weeks.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me feel it made me feel very yeah at one with nature and also it was just nice because you know where i'm from where i come from is a nice place so it was nice to go and say hi to the beach and also one of the things that uh, cheered me up was my sister and i we we watched hairspray one night now i've never seen hairspray um i've heard some songs from it uh but i've never seen it didn't really know what it was about it was fantastic and you know it just made me realize that the power of art When you're in a crisis situation and you just need a little break and you need something to take your mind off shit, um, the power of art to take your mind off stuff uh, really does work. So I know that our books have done that for people through the pandemic. I know that other authors' books have done that for me through the pandemic. But watching Hairspray was a great, it really made both me and my sister laugh. So that was great. There you
1: go. So you watched a a funny movie and you went to the beach to try to lift your spirits. Yes. All right. (laughs) All right. These are these are healthy tips of how we were just talking about how to clear your mental clutter and these are these are good tips.
0: They are good tips. There you go. Watch hairspray go to the beach. Alright, what you got? Any comments over there? Comment monitor. Um
1: we only have one comment this week and it's from Nancy, and Nancy was commenting on um I think on the episode where I was discussing how I killed a series by killing a baby. <laughs> so uh she said that episode was Hysterical in Nancy's new all-time fave, and Nancy enjoys how uh, we in, how we enjoy the humor in our uh, human failures, which she said are few, and she capitalized uh, capitalized all a uh, few. So thank you for that. And so, but I just thought it was funny that because um, I think we were laughing a lot because I because I just made such a horrendous mistake with that series, <laughs> and I just killed it off completely. <laughs> and you can only laugh or cry, and I much prefer laugh.
0: <laughs> Okay, uh, I've got a comment uh, from Lou from Canada. She says she's been listening while doing some renovations. She says she laughs and smiles her whole way through and it might not be on a par with the track to ride adventures of a certain pecan farmer, but all your listeners have something in common. We tune in because you are wonderful. You're a wonderful pair, she says. We're gracious and gregarious, T.B. Full of banter and dry humor. The gratuitous bits are an awesome treat, and she feels like she she's hanging out with old friends. And she says, much like a comment you made about K.E. Lane's work, there will be things that are imperfect, but there's just too much fantastic. Aw, well,
1: that's a what a beautiful comment. So we have we have Nancy and Lou who just. They just knew we were having some difficult <laughs> <Yes>. times. <laughs> <Well, laughs> do,
0: do, do you know what? It's not the end of Lou's comment. Oh, there's more. Yes. Wow. I know. Uh, you know, normally I would cut it down, but it was such a great comment. Like, everything was just gold. I couldn't cut it down too much, Lou. She also says that the comment section of the podcast are unique and cheers filled her home when one listener described my voice as delicious. She's got to say, damn, Claire, and you are ready for this? Je suis vraiment désolé, ma vois. And apparently that means something like your voice. It certainly has some sexy flair. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> I am
1: je désolé. Sorry,
0: right? Apparently that means je suis vraiment désolé. I'm sorry, but mais tu vois, your voice. Uh, <laughs> huh? uh,
1: so you're really, you're really, really gobbling us up. You're turning bright red over there. <laughs> wow, I, Lou, you've just perked up Claire for the entire week, I think. I you know what?
0: You've perked me right up, Lee.
1: <laughs> well done. Well done. So now this is why we do the comment section, because uh, it does mean a lot when like, people write into us and let us know and everything. So thank you very much for all the commenters, not just from today, but for the entire ride of Lesbian 2, right? We appreciate all of you.
0: Beautiful. All right, let's get on to this week's uh, topic, which is spring clean your workspace. So TB, when you were preparing for this, did you start looking around your workspace and thinking, oh, fuck, I should do that?
1: You know, I have to admit the timing for this episode is absolutely perfect. Cause I just said, you know, I completed the IHL cell. I completed my taxes. And before I started the cell in taxes, I just finished up my second tight editing deadline for the year. And so actually for the past few days, I've been trying to tidy up my workspace because, um, all the taxes are now piled up in their different folders and they're in the box ready to go to the accountant. And so I can see my floor. I have a floor. <laughs> it's amazing. Because I was, you know, like, I don't know how you do it, but, like, I, like, was, like, sorting, like, my bank statements and sorting, like, all my receipts from WordPress and everything. And so I had piles everywhere. Sometimes when I walk into my office, and and I know my life is in chaos, because you walk into your office, and you just see piles of shit everywhere. <laughs> and you're just, like, it's kind of a deflating feeling when you walk in, and it's just, like, not a calming feeling environment to work in you're like oh I got to get my words done really quickly today because then I have to like sort my taxes or I have to work on the sale or whatever and so it kind of can start off your day in a you start off your day in a pissy mood do you get that way when you walk in and your office is like a mess
0: yeah I think it's really important to uh, keep a clutter-free office but uh, I don't think it's very easy sometimes especially for me with this room is not just an office. I mean, th- its main purpose day to day is my office, but it's also our spare room. Um, mm-hmm. So it's the place we dry our clothes on the clothes area. It's the place I do my yoga in the morning. It's the place I do my meditation. It's it's where I store all my uh, spare, my, my book stock and you know, it's got chisel in it. Uh, so it's used for different things and I don't, but I don't want it to always be Full of work clutter. I like to keep things um, neat and tidy. I am a very neat and tidy person. But just sometimes, little piles grow into bigger piles, and then, like before you know it, they're just part of your part of the room, aren't they? And you just think you just expect them to be there. But it's good to clear it up every now and again. It does make it does clear your mind as well.
1: Yeah, and that's something I've been working on this year because with COVID, I mean, obviously, we've been spending a lot more time in our homes. And so one of the spaces I wanted to work on was my office. So I added new shelves this year. I added my, my coffee shop table with stools, which I sat at to have dinner the other night cause all the tax paperwork was gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I had a table, <laughs> but um, I've been working on it slowly to like make it more manageable. Cause I'm one of those people, like if I have a place to put something, I will put it in that place. But if everything is chaos, then I just kind of lose hope very quickly and just drop everything on the floor. So I need, I need the structure. I crave the structure, but when the structure is missing, everything goes. And then when you have to like reinstall that structure, it just takes so much more work because you're like, what stack of papers is this? You have to go through every single thing. What stack of papers is this? And it's, it's just time consuming. So if you can kind of keep on top of it. And I know granted, sometimes you do have tight deadlines. Um, like I just had with the sale and everything. But once, if you do have, once you get the project done, take some time to clean up your space and get it ready before you start the next project because it will help you in the long run.
0: Yes, and I did I did actually do this. Uh, I can't remember exactly when it was, but I've got like a, a big cupboard uh, at the other side of my office. And it was full of stuff that my wife and I just put there when we moved into the house. And I kind of realised that we, we don't really go into it and use it. And we've been in this house nearly 10 years. So maybe we don't really need it in that cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my friend, you know, she's, she's like a big uh, magazine, uh, film, movie magazine uh, buff. And she's got boxes and boxes of these. And every time she moves, she just like, moves like 20 boxes of magazines and puts them in her loft. And I just said to her one day, why are you doing that? Why don't you just throw them all away? You'd never look at them. She was horrified, obviously, told me I was ridiculous. But, you know, for me, I'm very ruthless uh, when it comes to throwing things away. We went through that cupboard and we chucked most of it and um, we did declutter all all the bookshelves and so my office is looking pretty spick and span there's a few things on the on my sofa over there that need filing there's a few things on my desk that need sorting out but i did clear out my office drawer which which things can a lot of things can pile up in there i did clear out my desk and all my cupboards like probably within the last six months so I'm feeling pretty chuffed about my workspace overall, TB, not lying. Do you know what? One of the the big things was that now I've cleared that cupboard, all my stock of books can go in that cupboard. So now I don't have cardboard boxes on the floor, which used to irritate the shit out of me. But do you know what I've got now? I've got a Fortnum & Mason wicker basket. You know Fortnum Fortnum & Mason, which is a dead posh shop in London. No? No.
1: Okay. No, I am, like, picture someone posh and then picture someone... uh total opposite spectrum
0: <laughs> okay I never know what's cool <laughs> Fordham and Mason is on a par with Selfridges and Harrods right I know those shops. <laughs> yes so it's posh right it's a big posh place and probably supplies the queen with marmalade and stuff on a on a at Christmas you can buy like big Fordham Mason hampers with biscuits and marmalade and jam and chocolates and things um, and it comes in a really nice wicker picnic basket and it's got f&m on the top so stylish right and a friend of ours bought us one of these uh for having her over for christmas day and i thought myself well, what am i going to do with that box have to throw it out no it's now my it's now my little table by my by my uh desk so now i've got rid of my cardboard boxes <laughs> i've got a much more stylish wicker basket and i'm very pleased it it pleases me when i look at it every day so that's all right i'm happy with it there
1: there you go. Can you, can you believe I lived in London for, what, six, six seven years, and I never walked inside Selfridges?
0: No, because every time I go into town, I go to Selfridges. I love going to Selfridges.
1: Never <laughs> stepped inside, and I think I went into Harrods once, and I was like, I don't really see the big deal here.
0: Harrods and me don't go, but I love Selfridges. Love the food hall. Love the oyster and champagne bar. It's all about food and drink for me. <laughs> TV face everyone when I'm saying oyster and champagne but I, I still remember going to Whitstable with you and uh, you did actually eat an oyster <laughs> you swallowed oh. it down but she was making the same face she's making right now
1: I can still taste it <laughs> that was a year ago it was a year ago Actually, a, a year ago today I was getting on a plane and we weren't sure if I was going to be able to land because uh everything was going crazy
0: let's get back to desks desks so your actual desktop so not, the, not, not your computer desktop, but your actual desktop. Now, I don't have loads and loads of space on my desk, but I have enough space, I think, I hope. Um, but when I did this clear out, I took everything off and then um, I did remove quite a lot of things. So that's a really top tip. Just take it all off and then only put back on the things that you actually use and need. So those for me are, every day, I use tissues, lip balm, hand cream, a lamp, and then I've got my five latest books. So, because quite often I find myself reaching for them to see what the back matter was, what how I did how I did something on the inside. like I, I don't keep all of my books on on my actual desk that I can just reach a handout, but my latest ones I do. I've got a couple of notebooks uh, that I've got some notes that I've taken, but I've also got um an emotion thesaurus. Now, I don't know if you if you have the emotion thesaurus. Um, everybody told me to buy it. I never fucking use it, so I should take it off my desk. <laughs> I've got it there. It's like a comfort blanket, but it's just a bit too much to reach out and, and check the emotion thesaurus, uh, so I just don't use it.
1: I'm amazed that you keep the paperbacks on your desk, because I just use the. I have a Kindle app on my laptop, and so if I need to check anything in my book, I just go to my Kindle app.
0: Oh no, I never, ever, ever check my books on Kindle. I always check the paperbacks. That's interesting, You're isn't it? <laughs> And I've also got on the left, I've got some, a pen tidy, but the things I things I need to take off, I've got a, you'll laugh at this, I've got a jar, a, a jam jar that I cleaned out and it was gonna be my gratefulness jar. So you know like that thing, like every day you should put a thing in there that you're grateful for. I think it's got one thing in there and, I, and I've and had this jar on my desk probably for about two years. So I'm not very good at doing that. <laughs> I should just take that fucking jar off the desk, shouldn't I?
1: Maybe, is it just a thing because like with COVID and everything, like, it's just hard to remember what you're grateful for? it probably be, behoove you to actually try to institute it.
0: No, because I think I know myself, and I think I'm just not very good at doing that. So I should just leave it. You know what it is good for, and I think that's why I keep it? In the in the summer months, when I can open my windows, uh, one of the the thing that keeps the window up, my window is dropped down. So if I stick that jar underneath the window, it keeps it up. So I think that's probably why I've kept it.
1: <laughs> it's your window jar. <laughs> it's
0: my window jar. <laughs>
1: See, I have one thing on my desk that you would absolutely not have and one would not need. I have a bed for Lady Grey because I have a very long desk. I went uh, when I was uh, desk shopping. It's not actually a desk. Um, it's more of a, like a long kitchen table because I like a lot of space. I like to stretch out and I like to if I have to have a lot of notes around me and stuff. But um, there is a corner that is Lady Grey's. Um, guess where she prefers to be?
0: On your keyboard?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> So it's a losing battle every day. <laughs> so that or my my desk chair. Like when I get up, she'll hop from her bed and immediately settle on the desk chair. And then like I'll come back from the loo or something, and I'm like, oh. and then I have to pick her up, and then she bites me. So it's fun. It's a fun game we play.
0: You see, I've never owned a cat, but I knew I know where cats like to to rest. I've seen enough. I've seen enough photos on the internet. Um, I would also say another thing is clean it. I've got a little uh, Dyson hoover, which has got a little uh, attachment for dust, dusting and hoovering. So I do clean my desk probably at least once a week uh, just to get all the dust up. And of course, I've got a chalkboard over my desk as well, which I change up every month. And so every time I do that, chalk dust cascades down, TB, and, I, and I'm covered in it. No, I'm not really, but you know, it sounds more dramatic, doesn't it? Um, so do do clean your desk because it does make you feel better you don't, you don't. You do disinfect your desk. No. Why would I disinfect my desk? I do that every day. Oh, well, you're much much more desk cleanliness than me.
1: It's probably the only only thing I'm more cleanly about than you are. But yeah, when I like, I have like you know these wet wipe things when I I, I wipe down my desk and my mouse every day. Was the last time you had a cold or the flu? because we're not around other people we're not spreading those germs
0: yeah i don't get that i don't get that many touchwood i've never really got that many colds or flus, so
1: oh uh, me opposite i'm always sick but not not this year except for covid that almost killed me
0: but <laughs> <laughs> that was a year ago everyone <laughs> i survived <laughs> The other thing I did, uh, you know, I was saying that I've cleared up my drawers. Um, so I uh, did organise my drawers. And what I did was, like, for things like paper clips and stuff, um, I got a couple of, you know, like, ramekins you get for, like, when you have little desserts and you have a glass ramekin? Yes. Yes. I, so, actually,
1: I actually know a ramekin. Yes. I don't know why, because I don't really cook, but I know one.
0: Okay, uh, so if you, if you buy those in a supermarket, and then, like, I always keep them, and then sometimes I reuse them when I make my own desserts. And I was thinking, oh, I could use some shallow... Things to put in my drawer so that I can put all my like paper clips and stuff like that. So I've got a couple of ramekins in my drawer to store like batteries and paper clips and stuff like that. So top tip: you don't have to go out and buy expensive things to fit in drawers. Just use what you've already got. Um, I feel I feel like I'm on some sort of life hack show now.
1: Yeah, because I, I remember when I opened your fridge and there was all these glass jars and you, like, whenever you get spaghetti, I don't know what the jars actually are for, but you wash them in your dishwasher. Yeah. And then, like, one of them was, like, just, you had, like, one tiny piece of chocolate in it. <laughs> <laughs> but... You're reusing stuff when you're saving the environment. So I was like I was very impressed and now you're reusing your ramekins. Yeah. Wow. I'm all you're about just environmental.
0: Yeah. I'm all about yeah, I don't really use that much tupperware anymore. Uh, everything just goes in um old jam jars or glass jars that we we clean out. Look at us. Life hacks. Yeah. are me. The other thing, um, tame your cables. This really does make a difference. Um I actually just tuck my cable behind <laughs> my monitor stand today and i was like that looks better god i'm glad i'm doing this week
1: oh i hate the cables why does everything have to have a cable and why does everything have to have a fucking separate cable <laughs> why i don't understand like the floor right now It's is because i have um i have a few laptops um i use laptops for different things and right now, since we had the windstorm, I was charging everything in case we lost power, so I'd still be able to work. And um, yeah, the cables on my floor right now are driving me crazy. And then I have the cable right now for my headphones and the microphone, and I keep staring at them it. like oh, it's all over my keyboard. Yes.
0: <laughs> you see, these Even things, up. these things do have an effect on your mood. Like when things are a bit neater and tidier, you will feel better in yourself. So don't ignore them. Uh, you know, do do try and get a solution via cables. The other thing is lighting. Now, I I still need to sort this out because my lamp is a bit shit, but um, what I did do over COVID times, um, um, instructed, or not instructed, um, as a tip from one of my mates, who's also a writer. Hello, Alison. She said to me that she'd gone to Wilco's, which is like a a bargain shop uh, in, in the UK. And she bought some fairy lights and she strung them all around her office and it really cheered her up so I thought oh I like a fairy light I'll go and do that so I went and bought some they're only seven pounds bargain Plugged them in and they've got eight different settings and so I put them on like flashing settings and then I kept getting headaches (laughs) and I realized that far from cheering me up (laughs) twinkly lights were giving me headaches and startings of migraines so now I have them on occasionally and only a set two still so but that's just a little cheer you up tip but if you're writing don't have them flashing all day long because it really didn't do much for my headspace
1: so you're the person like i noticed in the uk like before a show it'd be like careful or a warning like careful flashing lights and blah 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 which i don't think we have here but i I don't watch a lot of uh live television so i don't know if they actually put the thing up but you're you're one of the reasons for that it would make you ill
0: um it could do yeah
1: yeah, well, that's an interesting tip. Yeah. <laughs> be careful with your fairy lights. Yeah, <laughs> don't be
0: cavalier like me. Learn from my mistakes.
1: But I do I do agree with trying to have cheerful things. I don't know if you can see it, but I ended, added a little happy little rainbow on my uh, coffee table over there. Mm-hmm. And I have two happy little gnomes, which, you know, cheer me up. Have little things. things like that cheer me
0: up. Yeah, have things that cheer you up uh, because you know you're going to be sat there for quite a long time. So um, <laughs> make it a happy environment. Like I've got a, a couple of pictures from wedding of my niece, and I've also got a superwoman, Iron Woman, Claire, that my uh, life coach gave me, my business coach, whatever, uh, gave me. He sent me a little cartoon figure of me as Iron Woman with my head on it in a cartoon fashion. <laughs>
1: Aww. Oh Patrick, he just keeps on giving. Good old Patrick.
0: Final thing I've got, T B is ergonomics. Don't ignore that. So I did ignore that for six years and then I paid for it with my terrible posture and my pain in my arm, which I'm still sorting out, but it is a lot better since I've got a proper chair, a proper footrest, a proper keyboard, a proper mouse, and a monitor. Don't do what I do and sit at your desk with uh, you know, a laptop for six years hunched over. Bad, bad, bad. I know this is not ideally like it's strictly workspace but it's all part of your workspace so
1: yeah i had a comment from my um editor for uh earl's court and it was like she makes a comment that it's very uncomfortable to use her laptop on her lap and i'm like isn't that like general like i know laptops that's why they were made but i don't think many people actually use them on their laps now like we're all like putting them up like if you're working a full day work of writing like we're putting them up on stands <laughs> we're making sure they're at eye level because they're so bad for you I wonder how she edits. Does
0: she edit on her lap? <laughs> She's gonna have posture issues going forward. <laughs> She's
1: gonna have to go to physical therapy like you've been doing <laughs> for like two years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've got another massage booked tomorrow. Massages are back. That's another thing that's oh. cheered me up this week. So massages are back. So I'm going for my second massage uh, that I've already paid for about 10,000 years ago uh, tomorrow. So that's nice. Well, there you go.
1: So you're just, you're just trying to do everything to cheer yourself back up after a hard two weeks. Yes
0: so just remember (laughs) workspaces is somewhere that you will be spending a lot of time so make it as clean and tidy and fun and comfortable comfort is your friend because remember your body likes comfort
1: absolutely and you know i know claire's gonna hate this but add like a disney calendar if you like disney
0: (laughs) (laughs) i am not going to add disney calendar but tb's probably got three i know
1: only
0: one. Only one. I do have a. I do have a um, old fashioned petrol pump sort of image that I love. A uh, old fashioned petrol pump that my wife bought me one. So I do have that. That's my Disney calendar. There you go. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Whatever Claire, works. Go with it. <laughs> All right. Let us know um, about your workspace and how you make it um, the best it can possibly be. We'd love to know. Send us your life hacks and tips. Ways to get in touch, uh, get in touch, comment on the website, www.lesbiancywrite.com, email write at gmail.com, Facebook us, Twitter us, Instagram me. Join us next week when we will be talking about our quarterly check-in. How have we done?
1: Shit, that came up fast. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it was January last week and now it's fucking the end of March. Anyway, we will see you then. Uh, in the meantime, take care, keep writing.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to lesbians who write listen in every week for more conversations on writing and lesbian fiction and you can make sure you never miss an episode by signing up to our newsletter at lesbianswhowrite.com also if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast it would help more people to discover us thanks so much and see you next time